0: Hello and welcome to Self-Work. This is Dr. Margaret Rutherford, and today we've got another YGTG. It's about covert narcissism. In fact, we're going to talk about several different kinds of narcissism. Let's start first with the major features of a narcissist. There are four of them. A constant need for admiration, an unrealistic sense of self-importance, lack of empathy, and difficulty forming meaningful relationships. So this is true for all four types of the narcissism we're going to touch on today. Narcissistic folks don't have self-esteem. If you have self-esteem, then you don't have to feel important. Again, there's that self-importance. Maybe this example would be helpful. I was riding in a shared taxi several years back after a huge blogging conference, and the driver and two other bloggers, who were strangers to me, were discussing family conflict and what to do about it. I was kind of quiet. I was tired. I thought they all made sense, and I hadn't been asked. Finally, someone asked me who I was and what I did. I told them, and they all immediately said, oh, we feel silly. We had a real therapist in the car. I stopped them and said I'd enjoyed their conversation and learned from it. Just because I had three letters after my name didn't mean all that much. I hope that means I have decent self-esteem. I didn't need to feel self-important. I didn't need to jump in and put in my two cents. Self-important people can't help but do that. First, I was going to do this episode about two types of narcissism. There's covert or introverted narcissism, and then there's extroverted or overt narcissism. But when I looked further, the latest research indicates, again, as I've said, that there may be four different types. In fact, Darlene Lancer, who's a lawyer and a mental health clinician, describes these four in a very well-written Psych Central article, which you'll have the link to. There's first the grandiose narcissist. This is definitely overt or extroverted. These folks seek the limelight. They're seemingly extroverted while underneath extremely insecure, who can be obnoxious in their seeking of attention. They're entitled, exploitative, self-absorbed, authoritarian, and aggressive. They can be very charismatic, the love bombing we sometimes talk about, and then they disappear when it suits them. And if you complain, they blame your own neediness or say you're the one that's seeking too much attention. Then there's the covert or vulnerable narcissist. They're very much like the grandiose or overt narcissist with one big difference. They actually fear criticism, so stay out of the limelight. But they're still very self-absorbed and are more passive-aggressive than aggressive. They feel superior to others, but rather than displaying grandiosity, they'll stay smug or non-verbally express disdain. They're the eye rollers or they're shrugging of the shoulders where nobody can see them or you can see them. They may even be somewhat isolated. Now, if they're seen as being martyrs or passive-aggressive, if they're called out on it, they can fall apart. Remember, all kinds of narcissists are hiding immense insecurity. So if the covert narcissist or vulnerable narcissist is criticized. They're hypersensitive, and it can trigger intense self-loathing and a sense of victimization. For example, they might think or say, no one hurts as much as I hurt. Their lives can seem and look miserable. So guess who they attract? The savior type, who will have a very difficult time doing any saving. But if you leave the relationship, you're doomed to feel that you've abandoned them and you'll be accused of that. Their emotional abuse might be more silent and subtle, but can wear you down and demoralize you. Your needs and pleas for attention will be discounted or ignored, and I think that's for either kind of narcissism. You can get sucked into trying to console and help this manipulative martyr to no avail. There's no way you can fill their emptiness or change their victim mentality. So let's talk about a third type of narcissist. According to Miss Lancer, it's only recently been identified. She calls it the communal narcissist, and she says, they value warmth, agreeableness, and relatedness, but they turn things around and need others to see them as being the most trustworthy, the most kind, the most helpful. And I love her statement here, and I quote, communal narcissist vain selflessness is no less selfish than that of a grandiose narcissist. Let me say that again. Communal narcissist's vain selflessness is no less selfish than that of a grandiose narcissist. That makes a lot of sense. So these are the people who they might get an award in the community for doing something really wonderful and they'll thank everybody and said they really did nothing when they're actually basking in the attention. So what's the last kind of narcissist? The last but not least is what's termed the malignant narcissist. That frankly, as I read, the definition of it sounded mostly like a mixture of paranoia, immorality, narcissism, and sociopathy, or having no real conscience. They get their power from an unseen and unrecognized place, but perhaps do the most damage, because they can also be cruel and aggressive. So four types, grandiose, vulnerable, communal, and malignant. I want to say one quick caveat before we stop. I recently heard Bessel van der Kolk speak. He's the author of The Body Keeps the Score and I think a brilliant psychiatrist and psychopharmacologist. He's been highly involved in creating the Diagnostic Manual for Psychiatry for years. And even he says, Diagnostic Criteria are words strung together. When the manual was first developed, there was a warning not to use it for the kinds of purposes people are using it for now, to try and pigeonhole people into being one thing or another. Really, everyone is a shade of this and a shade of that. So just like in the medical field, your body, your brain, your mind, your emotions are a very complicated system, and your character and mental health is also very complicated. So take labels, even though they be narcissism, with a grain of salt, both for yourself, and for others. That's YGTG for today. Be careful if you call someone a narcissist. Thanks for being here. This is Dr. Margaret, and this has been Self Work.